So you know what I'm gonna say? Let's start the show. <laughs> As Metro's Mercury Grade approaches, I shall create the illest podcaster known to mankind. But Master, what are you going to do? Howard Stern. Stephen A. Smith. Joel Rogan. Dave Chappelle. Why Dave Chappelle? Because he's a funny motherfucker. Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Because he has money, you fucking dickhead. Oh, I'm sorry, master. Oh, I'm very sorry. The heart of India. The strength of a black man. And the pride of a Spaniard. I present to you... My teeth! It's alive! He's walking, master! He's walking! Mighty Sports! Uh oh, here we go. Good afternoon, and welcome back to another edition of the Marty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one and only Talent Omar Taylor. It is October 12th. It is about 91 degrees in the most in Fuego City in the world. This is season six, episode 31, excerpt 224 of the Marty Sports Podcast. And boy, do we got a show for you today. Man, I'm gonna tell you this, I, I, I maybe this one time and one time only. There was a lot going on this weekend. And I, and I hope you caught it because, man, oh, man, oh, man. Some of you ain't going to come away with this weekend happy. Some of you, <laughs> some of you are maybe ecstatic. But let, let, let me get this out there just, just, just so you guys can get an understanding of it. Let's start to start. Heat fans, Yankees fans, Cowboys fans, the phone lines are open. Go ahead and call up. I understand you got some plight to possibly get off your chest. Go ahead and get that off your cage. You know, if you know what I'm saying. Listen, the NBA draft season has officially started. Major League Baseball Conference Championship Series has officially started. More games are being pushed back in the NFL. We got... We, we got a, a UFC shocking defeat. We got the AFC lease. We may even just talk about the AFC lease. We got and a, and a whole lot more. But you know what I say. Regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time to talk some sports. So... Start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. My T Sports. Can we just get right into it? First of all, first of all, first things first. The NBA. Fi- 
the NBA bubble is over. We've officially started the NBA draft season. That's the reason why you see me wearing my New York Knicks shirt. That's why you see me nicking it up the place. If you wondering, cause you watching on the gram, I don't know if it's my glasses that are fuzzy. I don't know if it's the, I don't know if it's the video that's fuzzy. Yo, everything is fuzzy right now after last night, to be honest with you. Like, I didn't even know what happened. Like, all of a sudden, I'm here, I'm tossing, I'm turning, I'm getting up to use the bathroom like four times. Like, like, like I got a prostate problem and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm starting to realize that alcohol sits kind of heavy at night. But... After this weekend, there was a lot of highs, there were a lot of lows. There were so, there are gonna be some people that are gonna catch the arrow, if you know what I mean. But ultimately, more than anything else, out of out of all of the teams that were failed by their city, all the cities I should say that were failed by their teams, right? Out of all of them, I want to probably say that, or even this, even the ones that won. After what, after this, after this NBA game just passed, I have so much respect. After this year, after this bubble, we're at a basketball camp. I have so much respect now, and. Just, just see him in a whole kind of different light, like, 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 like truly, 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 like, a, like a star amongst stars, to be honest with you. But after this year, I, I, I have so much now the different level of respect for the Miami Heat, for Eric Spoelstra, and one last time. Let's go ahead and give him a nice little shout out on his way out. Unfortunately, 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 the Miami Heat did not force a game seven. Unfortunately, they were beaten six games by the LA Lakers. It probably shouldn't have gone that far, to be honest with you, by a team that has LeBron James as their leader. But it went to six. LeBron James. And, and this was a blowout game, to be honest with you. Like, I looked at the score, and I saw this was a blowout game, and I quickly turned the channel. Like, I wasn't even interested anymore. Because, to be honest with you, like, I've, 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 I've said this. I've said this before, and I, 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 I may even say this again. Like, LeBron James, like, I caught a bit of it today as, 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 as on the replay, right? Some of LeBron James's, um, some of LeBron James's farewell speech or acceptance speech as he gets his fourth championship and fourth Finals MVP. He be, um, he beats out Kawhi Leonard to become the only player to win a championship with three teams and win Finals MVP with that team. Or basically, lead that team and beat a man. Like, so he beat he beat Kawhi Leonard to that particular punch. But. Ultimately, 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 what LeBron James wants, I'm not quite sure he can have. I mean, because what he wants is R E S P E Z streets, and that's what he and that's what he wants. LeBron James always wants the the path of least resistance, but yet 
he wants the respect of of the of of the of the fiercest and more and most battle-ridden gladiators of not only sports but of this sport. LeBron James is going to be respected as a Hall of Famer. He's going to be respected as the GOAT of this era because when you go to 10 championships, that's basically for a whole decade of LeBron James except for one, and, and that was the one year that he was injured. So basically when you get to, when you, when you have basically a whole decade of somebody making it to an NBA championship, right, nine out of the 10 years, that means that they dominated their their era, which he did. What he didn't do, but also while dominated, while dominated his era, he was also very generous with his domination. Meaning that nobody didn't win a championship on his watch. He hasn't stopped any Hall of Famer from getting a ring. Paul George, we realize he's he shouldn't be a Hall of Famer. He's not a Hall of Famer or a star. The verdict is still out if Jimmy Butler is still going to get one. But is that who you're going to say he stopped? The Jimmy Butlers of the world? As much respect as we have for him, the Paul Georges of the world? The John Walls of the world? Because usually when he beats the team, he usually beats the team that only has like a really great point guard and he ends up guarding them towards the end of the game. Right, this is this is one of the few times where he where he went up against a, a good team. But they had no, they, they 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 had one star, and that was in Jimmy Butler. But you can see it. You you could easily see in this game, as the Lakers took a commanding lead. That that the Miami Heat had no more to give. To be honest with you, that's what it, it just kind of looked like. They had that there was another level that they was gonna need to be able to take it to for two more games, and not quite sure if they were going and whether they had enough just in this one game. To be able to take it now, granted, like the, the I think it was like a th the thirteen point lead that it ended up being was nothing compared to how to how to how dominant or how blown out the Heat were getting in this in this game. To be honest with you, so LeBron James will go on to win another championship, another MVP. It will still it will again require him to have the best center in the game. Like he would, he would once again have to team up with one of the greats in the game, to, to, to somebody that without him would have went to the Hall of Fame without him. But the Lakers get it done. They, 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 they honor they they. What I'm looking for is that, I guess they, not that they is it honored I'm looking for, but. I guess you could say they, they honored Kobe with they try to honor Kobe with this championship and and and, and play in in his honor or, or play for him. So I guess that in a way, this is more like ring number six for Kobe then. <laughs> if you really want to say it, which still puts LeBron James below Kobe. It's, it's basically like going to Miami. And and helping Dwayne Wade consistently have one more ring than you. Now you go to now you go to L.A. You play for late. You play for Kobe's legacy. And now every ring that you have is basically an honor, an honor or, or or for Kobe. And so now basically now Kobe has six rings. Now, 
Kobe doesn't have as many rings as Michael Jordan because we understand how the six ring came to be about. But now Kobe has six rings. So and, and and let's not get it twisted again. This is probably the easiest path to a championship ever taken by a superstar. This is probably the easiest path to championships ever taken by the face of the league. The easiest path whatsoever. So when you guys talk about in, in years to come, if Kevin Durant ends up passing and ends up breaking the all-time scoring leader, right? The all-time all, all scoring record. And eventually, maybe he gets another ring in Brooklyn. Let's say that happens. And when you guys start to criticize him for going to Golden State, just remember, guys like Kevin Durant don't even consider going to Golden State an option until guys like LeBron James makes it okay. Lebr LeBron James said to the whole entire basketball world, especially the, a lot of the upper echelons guys that really don't want to go through the grind, that really don't have that, real, that true dog mentality, to say that, hey, it's okay to quit and go take the path of least resistance. What did Damian Lillard call him? He said, why should I constantly go somewhere? I did all the work here. I've, I've done all the hard work. I've made this now a contender all the time. Now you come here. You come to me. See, Damian Lillard has the true has the true heart of a champion, to be honest with you. What did he call those guys? He called them chumps. R-E-S-P-E-Z Street. Always the path of least resistance. Like I said, after this championship, after this after this last championship run in basketball camp, I, I, I really have gained such a much different level of respect for the Miami Heat, for Eric Spoelstra, and even so much more for Jimmy Butler. And this is really hard for me to, to, to give this much love to the Miami Heat. But but I really have so much more. Like, where I don't, I don't know how it works out for the rest of you, but if you had to talk who gained more out of this last run, I would say the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler gained more. Even more than winning the championship. Even more than LeBron James winning the fourth championship and the fourth MVP. The Miami Heat gained more out of this run than the LA Lakers did. Because the LA Lakers were supposed to be here. You got the best small forward in the league and you tied them and then you paired them up with the best with the best center in the league. And then you got and then you got and then you got a Hall of uh, um a championship point guard already. Right, you, you got a you got you got a you got a former number one um, number one overall pick in the center that somebody got that also went to a championship himself and failed. So all I see is number one picks that fail, teaming up together to try to get it done. Like basically this is college, or basically like they do an A in A in in AAU. And I'm not quite sure at what point in time I'm gonna get I'm gonna feel comfortable with this. Because the path of least resistance, nobody respects. Let's just make that honest with you. Let's just put it out there. The path of least resistance, nobody respects it. And as long as you keep trying to find the easy way, come on now, we, I don't know if you, if you have little people in your life, kids, if you have kids, nieces, nephews, stuff like that, you don't teach them the path of least, of, 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 of least resistance. You make them work through the grind, the process. Take the hardest path possible. Work through the muscles. 
to truly appreciate of what it took to come to get to the top. Now, for the Lakers team, there's different players that 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 were looking for validation in different ways. Like I said, LeBron James was is just trying to get championships so he can keep himself in the talks of of of, of goats. Let's just keep that honest with you. LeBron James is chasing championships to keep himself in the conversation of goats. Because without them, he falls short. So he has to make sure he gets these championships so that his name so that he can truly live up to the leg to the to the to the legacy that was laid before him. For guys like Anthony Davis, six, seven years into the league, they've been calling him the best, the best center in the league. It's about time that he won one. And what did he do? Um, the, um, the best small forward in the league was was asking was asking him to come on his team. And Anthony Davis said, "You know what? I am tired of taking the hard road. I am tired of taking the hard approach. You know what, LeBron, the best player in the league, you showed us that the path of least resistance can still get you respect." in the eyes of people that don't really know sports. So let me go ahead and get this championship with you. So now when Anthony Davis continues his career, it's championship, it's champion Anthony Davis. He's the best big man in the league and he's a champion. But he's no different than me than Dwight Howard. And I understand Anthony Davis has gone through his struggles, right? For, like, for seven years he has, eight years, whatever it is. Injuries, injury after injury, the first couple of years of his career. Then when he gets help, that help gets injured, or he goes down injured. He had Rondo, he had he had um 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 Demarcus Cousins, Boogie Cousins. But he but and once again, instead of having people come to him, he said, you know what, I'm gonna go to L.A. But that could be an organizational issue because some organizations do whatever it takes to win and some don't. Some organizations, their owners are all about winning and some aren't. Now the thing about when you go to the Lakers organization, the Lakers organization is all about winning. They are a mom and pop still family run organization that all is about winning because they realize if you're not winning or putting up a winning product, then I understand that People may still come because they're interested, but they're not really there. And you can always fill that place because it's a tourist attraction, but what you really want is your real fans to be, to be hysterical for you, to be throbbing at the mouth, to be so good that you, that you can capture some random person in Israel to come like your team just because they want to root for a winner. And LeBron James wanted to attach himself to that winning organization and made it seem like as if he's the kind of winner that the Lakers are. He's close, but he's not quite there. So like I said, everybody there has a little story to tell. Dwight Howard has been through this crucible. You know, former, um, former first overall pick. Was it him overall pick or was it Okafor? I think he went over Okafor out of high school. You have you have you have Dwight Howard as a first overall pick. Again, he went he made it to at least he made it to an NBA Finals, unlike Anthony Davis. So when Dwight Howard was being considered as the best big man in the league, he actually made it to an NBA Finals. Anthony Davis didn't. So now Dwight Howard is here at the end at the end at the tail end of his career. 
looking for his different level of validation, his different level of respect, trying trying to put that bookend piece on his career as well. In this scenario, or in this team, I have more respect for Dwight Howard and Raja Rondo than I do for Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And Raja Rondo is just trying to get rings. Like, like we, we've seen we've seen for years now what playoff Rondo is. Like, Raja Rondo just isn't focused. <laughs> What's going on, Jimmy? Oh shit! Oh shit! I haven't, seen, I haven't seen Jimmy. Listen, as 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 one Jimmy gets um, um gets removed from from the playoffs, we got another Jimmy popping up in the podcast. So I know it's hard to say, but yeah, in this process, or out, out of out of this whole entire camp, if I had to start with the Lakers, I I like I have a much bigger respect for how Dwight Howard and and Rajah Rondo played him for what they did versus what I saw out of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I, I came out of this with way more respect for the Miami Heat, Eric Spolcher, and Jimmy Butler than I did for LeBron James. He, he, didn't, he didn't do anything spectacular to me. R-E-S-P-E-Z Street. Whichever is the path of least resistance, that's where the generous king likes to go. It's just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just what he does. It's in his nature. And he is going to empower a whole generation of players to always take the path of least resistance. And it's going to start being okay. At some point in time, I'm going to have to become okay with this. Right now, as a, as, as a true sports fan, I'm, I'm not. But at some point in time, I'm going to have to be okay with all of these NBA players just taking... The easiest path whatsoever. You understand, my favorite player right now in the NBA is looking like Damian Lillard because he looks at the rest of them as chumps. Like, like you guys, you guys are chasing rings. You guys, you guys, you guys chase the process. You guys are chumps. Like, like right now, he may Damian Lillard may be my most respected player in the league. And after that is Jimmy Butler. But regardless of how much respect that I have for Jimmy Butler. The Miami Heat and Eric Spoelstra, unfortunately, he didn't get the job done. Which still means that you have failed this city. That's not my fault. That's what you do. <laughs> LeBron pushes off every time he drives. A lot of them push off. <laughs> you know what though? There were some gems though. There were there were there were some gems. Um, Kyle Kuzma's interview. Well, he was like, yeah, I'm half drunk right now. Like, I don't even know what's going on. Like, <laughs> Anthony Davis admitting, admitting something similar that, like, yeah, yeah, like, like, like I, I am lit right now. Like, I, I am a little bit faded from all that champagne. Like, so there were some gems. And I, I didn't watch a lot of the, I didn't watch, I didn't watch any of, the, I didn't watch any of the ceremony. I didn't watch, <laughs> I didn't watch any of the past interviews. Like, I ended up catching it. Much, much later. Much, 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 much later. Like, I caught it, like, in the middle of the night, or I caught some of it this morning. Like, I turned that game off very, very early. Just like how I'm turning off this subject. Listen, unless you guys have something to talk about for this NBA Finals. Like, you tell me how you how, how you thought, like, these, these finals played out. You tell me how you thought about that one time in basketball camp where LeBron James took the easiest streak, took another easy streak to an NBA championship. See, in a weird way for me, if, you, if you're saying that, that you guys played for Kobe, then this means to me that Kobe just got his sixth ring. 
That for every single ring LeBron James gets in LA is now just another ring for Kobe. Which will put Kobe always ahead of him now. Still. <laughs> now granted, those extra rings that Kobe wins doesn't put him ahead of Jordan. It just keeps him ahead of LeBron. Those phantom rings that he's about to get. And this also kind of brings up a question. Is LeBron going to be playing long enough to see his son play for the Lakers as well? And have Anthony Davis mentor his son the way that he mentored Anthony Davis to this ring. Because that, because remember when he first came to LA? Like like let's 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 get all the other like bullshit. When he first came to LA, that was one of the things that that we kind of knew was in the back, but by the time he's done with this contract, his son may just be coming into the NBA. And it may be a possibility that that we see one of the few father-son duos. And if LeBron James is playing with his son and Anthony Davis still, are they still not the favorite? Or at least one of the favorites? And that's dependent on how he's going to look two years from now. Because that's, we're still talking about at least two years from now. And as, we, and, as, and as we've known from the past, you're literally just one snapped Achilles away from looking like you still got five years to like, damn, I guess it truly was just... What can I say? Mamba out. And as I leave basketball for, can I just tell you that it has been harder for me to play fantasy football this year than I think it is to win a championship in basketball camp this year. Listen, I'm just saying, I'm putting this out there, right? Because I don't know how many of you guys is struggling to field players. Like, listen, for you, play, for you guys with the deeper leagues, oh my goodness, how are you surviving right now? Like, holy shit. I had, I came into this season with Aaron Rodgers and, 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 and the New England quarterback, the New England quarterback, Cam Newton, for my quarterback. If you know, if you know my fandom, then you know how much it's going to hurt me to say this. I couldn't find a quarterback this week. Now, granted, it worked in my favor, but I had to pick up Jameis Winston Sr., who was, like, who, was, who, was, who was basically Ryan Fitzpatrick for the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> I had to go find Ryan Fitzpatrick to, 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 to finish up my team. I, I, I call Ryan Fitzpatrick Jameis Winston Sr. And I call Jameis Winston Ryan Fitzpatrick Jr. I don't, I don't know if you've caught that part of it. <laughs> Listen, that's, that's, that's a father and son duel, right? If you've ever seen <laughs> Like, when they played together, I was like, oh, this is the first time in history we've ever seen father and son quarter, um, um, duel play at quarterback. <laughs> oh, man. But I had to go find me Jameis Winston Sr., just to, just to survive this week. Now I gotta go get rid of him. But now, I don't even know when the New England Patriots are gonna play again. Uh, listen, be, between the injuries, right? <laughs> be, 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 between, uh, and then there's what happened for them boys. Listen, again, if you're a Heat fan, if you're a Yankees fan, if you're a Cowboys fan, call up. I understand that you may be hurting. We're gonna have a little Monday morning therapy session. For, I'm not gonna let you go through this pain alone. For a person that has rooted for the New York Knicks, his whole entire life, I understand pain. I understand sports pain. I can help be that therapy for you. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. Unless you a Cowboys fan, then it may just be that somebody in my league had Cam, 
and Dak as their... Yeah. Yeah. You got to switch up your quarterbacks. You can't be getting just all black quarterbacks. You got to switch... No, I'm <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, that, that's going to suck for them. But at least... Yeah, because they got Cam with the COVID. Don't know when he's going to come back. Was it Cam with COVID? Yeah, Cam and, Cam and, 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 the, and, the, and, and the back. Yeah, see, I got Rodgers right now, and I'm and I may just have to keep Ryan Fitzpatrick as like a third quarterback, like as just because I never have I ever thought like in the way that my league is set up that I would need three quarterbacks on my on my roster. But yeah, you gonna need three quarterbacks on your fantasy. What's going on, Nat? I see you popping in the podcast. Like, you're gonna need three quarterbacks in your in in your league. Like, things are like I'm like <laughs> the only the only thing that I guess that's really good is that. Defense is still uh, like you can keep a sturdy defense for, throughout the majority of the year, but everybody else is a coin toss. Like everybody else is a coin toss. Like, yeah, you don't know what players are gonna play from from week to week. You don't know who's gonna catch COVID. You don't know what Tennessee is gonna do because Tennessee is just fucking it up for everybody. Like they had another player over the weekend pop hot for COVID. That's another one. I think their count is almost like up to twenty five. They need to lose a draft pick. Like, I'm going to say this again until it happens. If you were threatening coaches and teams with fines and draft picks for not wearing their mask on the side, what do you do for a team that you tell to shut down activity and they coordinate two secret practices that now triples their outbreak for their team? And is as consistently constant. Listen, they need to take L's and lose draft picks. Like the first week it happens, you take an L. The second week it happens, you start losing draft picks. Start it from your fourth. If it happens again, you lose your third. Happens again, you lose your. You, if you miss another week, you lose your second. You lose another week, you lose your first. Gut the shit out of them until they learn a goddamn lesson. I had to go football for a while because I didn't want to go to my Yankees. I, I really didn't. I, I, I really didn't want to go here yet, but unfortunately, the New York Yankees, Aaron Boone, Juan Carlos Stanton, Aaron Judge, all of you, all those big bats that the Yankees are supposed to have, all of you fuckers, you have failed this. You have failed. You have failed this city. They've officially been eliminated from the playoffs as they lost losing game five to the Tampa Bay Rays. And I really wanted to root for the Tampa Bay Rays to like to beat the Houston Astros. If you know, since they were gonna go ahead and face them. Until those fuckers just had to taunt us with the motherfucking New York, New York song. Now I hope they. Now I hope they just. They, I, I hope they all. I hope both teams catch COVID and they have and, and they don't get and none of them get to play. You know what I mean, fucking assholes. Like I was, I was, I was really ready to root for them. I was like, okay, you know what? Like I understand you just beat us, but but you know what? At least go beat the team that cheated. You know what I mean to win championships over the last couple of years. I was really ready to go do all that, but then the motherfuckers had to go and taunt us and shit. Fucking cocksucking rays. I can't stand them bitches. I hope your team catch COVID, B. Like, I don't wish that on nobody. 
<laughs> How much is COVID on the whole team? How much is COVID on that on on on, on the Tampa Bay Rays and the Houston? I mean, like 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 recovery type of COVID, like COVID that just kind of put you out, like the president got put out, like that weekend COVID that he that he seemed to have. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. <laughs> listen, I have I listen. It's very sportsman like to me. I have a very 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 deep sports hatred that brews in me. And I did not like that. To, like, with all the unwritten rules that 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 baseball has, playing your opponent's team theme song is not one of them? Like, how the fuck do you not get beamed all next year? Yeah, I'm triggered. <laughs> like, baseball got way too many written rules for that shit to be going on. Now, granted, the New York Yankees don't need to be playing, you know, like, the New York, New York song after every victory. They could play it after they win a series. You know, but the New Yorkers, we're like we're a little braggadocious, you know what I mean? We, we like 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 we, we you know we, we like we like we like apples and Tim's, you know what I mean? And and, and Hennessy and Blunts. Like like I can't help that shit, Lee. <laughs> but when that motherfuckers throw that piece of humble pie back in your face, that shit gonna be tasting good sometimes. And whatever's going on with the with the Yankees and <clears throat> What was going with the Yankees and their and their and their new skipper Aaron Boone? I'm not really a fan of. Now, now granted, they got rid of Joe Girardi after like a 10 year run. He had like a 10 year run where he only got like one championship. But when it came to this particular team, when he finally got rid of the old regime, and he was thought and he was being able to start ushering the young squad, I really thought Joe Girardi was 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 coaching this team really well. He had them playing like every single game matters. He had them playing like every at-bat matters. Every pitch mattered. And every, you understand, like every, he had them paying attention to the very meticulous shit of the game. I feel like Aaron Boone is too, is too, is too laissez-faire. Too many times this season, Right, it was even when the, I understand the analytics dictates baseball, but you have a skipper that also taking the analytics and then put some of your fizz on that motherfucker. Like, how the fuck you just gonna be seltzer water? Like, you don't got no kind of flavor. <laughs> so at least Girardi had these guys like up all the time. Now, granted, when they lost in the Joe Girardi, it was mainly because of injuries. When they lost out of Aaron Boone, it is because like they don't play the fundamentals of baseball. They got cute. The Yankees lost because they got cute. They try to stick a fucker in their fucking head and call themselves Yankee Doodles. Cause that's what the fuck they look right now. Like, where's my trombone? Where the fuck is my goddamn trombone? Somebody get my trombone. Like, they just pissed me the fuck off. Like, like. <laughs> Series, but what you do? What what you do? You you gonna poke the beer? You understand? You gonna you gonna get cued in the fucking second game, right? You just gonna breathe life in these motherfuckers? How you gonna give a team CPR? And now look at you. You at home? While motherfuckers play your theme song. You at home watching the game with the rest of us? It's up to you, New York. You got to do better. But instead, you have failed this city. I don't, I don't know what's worse right now. Being a Heat fan 
being a Yankees fan or being a Cowboys fan? Because right now, they all three hurt. I mean, like, I'm not a, I'm not a Cowboys fan, right? And I, <laughs> thank you, James. <laughs> this is what happens when you, when you get eliminated from the playoffs. You fail your city, okay? You, we, we, we don't, it, this started because of James Harden. So James Harden is Mr. Failed Your City, but you know, every, nobody, nobody's exempt from it. Like, so I'm not a Cowboys fan. But like, I actually root against the Cowboys more than I'll ever root for them. But you tell me, when you saw Dak Prescott go down, if you were old enough to remember this, automatically, in your head, did you not hear Terrell Owens and see his crying face talking about, that's my quarterback. With his lips getting all puffy and shit. That's my quarterback. Man. You should have took the payday. <laughs> like, oh man. I, I really want to go into this. Like, we're going we gonna to touch on this because there's no way to, to even ignore what, what just happened with the Dallas Cowboys and their quarterback. As, 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 I, as, I, got, as I got ESPN on the back and I'm seeing him, you know, being caught off the field, Hold, holding his fist up high, I mean that with the crying face. He got an ugly cry face. <laughs> with the crying face, ankle twisted the other way. We're, we're, we're talking about broken bone. What is what is it called when it broken through the skin? Like just, and and this is the worst thing that that could have popped. Like, while we understand that some of those tears is definitely because of what just happened, he's gonna be out. But you know in the back of his head, he's thinking like, damn, like, there goes my fucking money. Like, there goes my motherfucking money. Like, like, this ain't no Jerry Maguire moment for you anymore. Like, like he's just watching his money just, just fly out of the fucking stadium. And I know people are gonna say that Jerry Jones should have given him his money, that he's been balling. He's been doing all kinds of things. Jerry Jones offered him a long-time contract. Jerry Jones just basically said, I'm not going to make the mistake of paying a quarterback like he is the best quarterback in this league when all you're doing is consistently losing. When all you're doing... Now, granted, you're here. And Tony Romo was there in the beginning. Y'all forget, Tony Romo was there in the beginning. Well, eh, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. Tony, Tony Romo's actually career also was always was always built around injury. Nope, I'm lying. I'm lying. I, I, I can't even finish that sentence. But that, he was there. Like, we get he was there. He just didn't win enough. And if you spent the last 20 years, 15 years, paying the wrong guy... If you don't believe that Dak Prescott wasn't your guy and he wasn't quite there yet, I can understand them not paying him. Like, Jerry Jones, I mean, listen, they all gambled. Jerry Jones gambled with his quarterback because this is as good as a franchise quarterback as you're probably going to get for on a consistent basis. Jerry Jones um, gambled on his, court, on, on his franchise quarterback. 
Dak Prescott gambled on himself. They both played the Joe Flacco route. Like, let's see if not giving him this money right now will motivate him in this money year to actually take us to a championship and win. But it's a little bit different in Joe Flacco than it is Dak Prescott because those teams were really knocking on the door every single year. Like, every single year. Like, Joe Flacco took him one step further than he did the year before. So I couldn't stand him. But Dak Prescott, he pulled Abdul that shit. It was like two steps forward and one step back, or however that shit attacks. Well, you know, he, whatever she said in that verse. But she was doing that shit. They dancing with the cat. So they gambled. And now this gamble got the Red Rocket started. <laughs> How many backup quarterbacks started this week? The New York Jets started a backup quarterback. The New York Giants now started a backup quarterback. We know there's a backup quarterback started and it started for the Chargers somewhere because because they, because they punctured their quarterback's lung. Like that shit is just bananas. Like some of these like some of these injuries are, are just crazy. Like some some of these injuries. Like how you pitch your starting quarterback's lung? Like I, like I'm suing that team doctor. <laughs> Yo, I'm suing that team doctor for malpractice. Like, I don't know what they can do as players when it comes to team doctors. But if I'm Tyrod Taylor, I'm suing that doctor for team practice. Like, that doctor literally just cost him his career. That Prescott will come back. This isn't, luckily for him, this isn't going to cost him his career. But unfortunately for Dak Prescott... He's going to come back now in the, in the storyline of Teddy Bridgewater now. This is how we're going to start talking about Dak Prescott. We're no longer going to be talking about, oh, is Dak Prescott deserving to be paid as a top five quarterback? We're no longer going to be talking about Dak Prescott as if, oh, should he be getting Russell Wilson money or Carson Wentz money? It's going to be, is Dak Prescott deserving of a three-year contract? Oh, is Dak Prescott deserving of another look at? Like, you... Dak Prescott is about to be Teddy Bridgewater 2.0. Like, he's about to go down that same exact path. That Alex Smith route. Now, let's keep it with Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater had way more talent than Alex, that Alex Smith supposedly had. So, the next time that Dak Prescott starts a game in the NFL as a quarterback, May not be until like 2023. Like that's a realistic problem or a realistic scenario for him. Just think about Teddy and how's. But as we think about Teddy, oh steady, steady Teddy. I don't know if if I feel if if. if because, you know, you, you always like these combat stories, right? And I don't know if I, if I get more excited seeing that Teddy Bridgewater is out here winning games, that he's out here with a wide receiver that, 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 that was basically looked like he was being wasted in New York, now on pace to possibly put up 12 to 1,500 yards receiving. I don't know if I'm more happier for that or if 
far more upset that the New York Jets actually had a wide receiver on their team that they can actually take the top off if they actually had a quarterback, or not a quarterback, but a head coach that was the true offensive genius that he say that he was, that he can have, that he should have had their quarterback and the wide receiver looking at least something similar. I true offensive geniuses do not look completely inept when they lose one piece. They at least can at least scheme up plays though. True offensive geniuses don't come out and say on fourth and seven on the goal line that we didn't have a lot of options or in the red zone. We didn't have a lot of options. True offensive geniuses, they got 50 plays in their playbook. They're licking their fingers. They even got a trick play. They're like, yo, remember when we tried this in preseason two, three years ago? You think you want to you wanna run this wide two banana split? Let's see if it will work. Next thing you know, you got the fullback lining up under 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 center. Like, <laughs> come on now. <clears throat> I don't know who's worse, the New York Jets or the New York Giants. But I can tell you this, that if the NFL draft... <laughs> the NFL draft started today... The New York Jets and the New York Jets Giants wouldn't even qualify or wouldn't even get the number one overall pick. That would go to the Atlanta Falcons. And their ineptitude. As they're now starting to, to, to fire, um, start starting to get rid of their management team. So we've seen Houston now get rid of their management team. We've seen Atlanta now get rid of their management team. You know the Jets are most likely going to get rid of their head coach at the end of this year. And if you're a coach coming into the next season, I don't see the Jets getting the better of the coaches. Because if I'm a head coach, I'd rather go play with Houston first. I'll at least see... If I can, if 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 if, it, if if I can make Matt Ryan and the Hall of Fame receiving talent that he is consistently surrounded with his whole entire career, if I can get them to do something again, before I go to the New York Jets, as the New York Jets owner has his younger brother smashing the team, literally, while he is overseas, um, when he's overseas, what what do you call it, fan dangling like 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 gallivanting overseas. His little brother, he has his little brother smashing the team like it's like 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 it's just one of his side chick homies. And this is what the Johnson and Johnsons are doing. Literally just taking the Vaseline and just greasing up all of their fans just to be fucked in the end. The Johnson and Johnson family. Yes, we're talking about Woody Johnson, the owner of the Jets, is that Johnson. Johnson and Johnson, Woody Johnson. The baby oil motherfuckers. It's gonna be an odd time to take a break, but I need to catch a, I need to catch a quick break. And I also need to take a quick break just so I can remind you guys. I want you all to remember the change you want begins with you. Your vote matters. So don't just register to vote. 
go out and vote and begin making the change you want. And who the fuck is Kyle Allen? We are back with the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, the one only Donald Thomas Martella, a.k.a. the Chocolate Boy Wonder, a.k.a. the Brooklyn Bustle, a.k.a. the My Podcaster, a.k.a. the Motor Mouth of the South. Is that me? Yeah, that's me. On the vote commercial? Yeah, that's me. That's me. I had to make a quick vote commercial. <laughs> I had to do some shit real quick for the vote, for, um, for the voting season. It's going to be one of my regular commercials now. So I'm always reminding you guys to go out and vote. Kyle Allen, like, like, somebody still tell me that. Like, I really thought he was a former, like, Bills quarterback until, like, a Bills fan told me that, nah, he he, he has no, he had nothing to do with the team. So the L.A. Rams are playing the Washington football team, right? Is that who he was with, with, with the Carolina Panthers? Because I'm like, why the fuck do I even know the name Kyle Allen for any reason whatsoever? But... Here he goes, Kyle Allen, playing against um, starting quarterback for the Washington football team, taking on the L.A. Rams. The L.A. Rams that just that just had one of their players fined last week for fight <laughs> for fighting the brother of his former of, of his baby no, not former but fighting the brother of his baby mama on field. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe 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 that's what he did. Wait, did he did he play for Pittsburgh last year? Is that that same Kyle? Is that was that Kyle Allen? Nah, that couldn't be him. The one, the one that, that Mike Tomlin would say he didn't kill us. <laughs> but it was it was weird enough. The Washington Football Team, Kyle Rudolph. Oh, it was one of them Kyles. <laughs> the Washington Football Team did this weird ass. Coaching a weird ass quarterback shift last week, right? Where they took their rookie quarterback out of the game, Dwayne Haskins, and they decided to put in Kyle Allen in the team. They completely skipped over veteran quarterback Allen, Alex Smith, but they went to Kyle Allen. Wasn't quite sure at the time why. Still not quite sure now why they went that route. They have a division that's easily easily winnable, where the number one team in that division only has one win. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, I thought the AFC East was the AFC least. Now I had to switch the whole entire size, and now the NFC East has turned into the NFC least. Like, the Patriots actually look like they can win, be above 500. The Buffalo Bills look like they'll be above 500. The Miami Dolphins look like they may actually be 500. I can't say with a straight face or without any confidence that any team in the NFC East is going to make it to 500. Am I am I seeing things? Am I are my glasses blurry? Like should I like I do have an eye appointment on Wednesday, so who knows? Like maybe 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 I'm blind. I don't see it. Like this may be similar to that to that Seattle year where the team that comes out of this division may be seven and nine. At best. I'm sorry. It'll probably be seven, eight, and one. <laughs> that, that may be the record 
that honestly gets you into the playoffs this year. Seven, eight, and one. So if you're the Washington football team, I may even kindly slightly understand on making a quarterback change because you're looking at your division saying that, you know what? You, you, you know what? I understand that, that that we ain't looking great so far, but we're not the only ones that's not looking great. So there's a very slim possibility. So you're telling me there's a chance. That they could win their division. But why wouldn't you put in Alex Smith then? That is a terrible call by, 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 by Rivera. Why wouldn't you put in Alex Smith then if you thought that, you know what, I'm going to take out this young quarterback and Dwayne Haskins because we may possibly could win this division. Why put in Kyle Allen? Why not Alex Smith? Alex Smith has at least made it to the playoffs multiple times, if I'm not mistaken. Like, Alex Smith is, a, is at least a veteran quarterback in his league. And I'm pretty sure, for the most part, his team will rally around him. Like they would play just a little bit harder. Like, like, I just, like so, yeah, they, that was actually the answer right there, that Kyle Allen actually knew the system from last year. So I understand Kyle Allen may be able to execute the system, but who's going to inspire the players? And I think while Alex Smith gets acclimated, and granted, Alex Smith is started now because Kyle Allen just got, got, just got knocked out of the game yesterday by a, by a, by a helmet by, um, hit from, 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 from. Yeah, why am I missing his name? I know everything about him. He just like the, the, the fight with Golden Taint last last week. I'm missing his name, but he just got fined last week. Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey. There we go. Thank you. This <laughs> Jalen Ramsey is finding his brother's baby mama on the field. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know if I fully even touched this story, but that, that that's some shit. That. You're dating... So I don't know if you guys heard this story, but some of you guys don't know this story, right? So so Golden Taint and Jalen Ramsey, right? Jalen Ramsey is, is dating Golden Taint's sister. Jalen Ramsey knocks her up, obviously. While knocked up or while they have a kid or whatever, I think she already had a kid in that, and she's spending with the second kid or some shit like that. He goes ahead and breaks off the relationship and starts, and starts, dealing, and starts messing with some Vegas like, Instagram chick. I don't know if it's truly a Vegas Instagram chick, but... She's the biggest Instagram trick for the for the um for the moral of this story. So Golden Taint was butthurt. Was butthurt, right? He, his name is Golden Taint for a reason, right? So he's butthurt. As, as as most people probably would be. Like he did the sister dirty. So Golden Taint took to his Twitter fingers and he was like, yo. <laughs> Golden Taint took to like took to his Twitter fingers. He's like, yo, next time I see you, it's on site. Like, like we gonna have to like like handle this like real men. So as soon as that game was done last week, they basically formed, formed a nice little circle. They dropped the helmets. Like as soon as that buzzer went off, and they, they went after it. Now from what I hear, that that Jalen Ramsey is the only person that got fined, and the only, and, I, and I still need to look into this. I found this out yesterday, and, and all I've been doing since last since yesterday has been drinking and recovering. 
So I haven't, I haven't done anything research-wise. I've just talked about a lot of shit. So, from what I, so, so far what I heard that Jalen Ramsey is the only one to get fined. And the only thing that can make sense to me is that after the altercation on the field, Jalen Ramsey also went to their locker room and was trying to and was trying to draw him out of the locker room so they could fight again. Which probably is, is if that's the case, is probably why he may be the only person to get that fine. Because in, in this weird philosophy, while they were on the field, everything is happening on the field. That's still you could still put that under the guise of football related shit. The moment he takes that off the field and he takes it into a locker room, now you're talking about possible assault. And you know what I mean, actual physical like now you can no longer you guys can fight on the field. In that's in the that's in the realm of football. You fight off the field, legal 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 ramifications can be brought up and that's not what you want. Jalen Ramsey gets fined. And then he puts Kyle Allen to sleep. This week with a helmet to helmet hit as he's falling out of bounds. And now we get Alex Smith back in the game. And Alex Smith looked like that leg held up. T took a couple of tackles, had, had people put a little bit of pressure on him. And, I, and you know what probably had to feel good to act, to actually have the crushing weight of another football player smash into you and get back up and continue another play. As weird as it sounds, it probably felt really good for Alex Smith because until that moment, everything was just kind of theory in his head. Until that, <laughs> until that moment, he's just saying to himself, okay, I've gone, I've worked out hard enough, I've done this before, I can still do this again. Until he actually starts taking them licks, there was, there was probably doubt until that time. I don't think there's any more doubt now. Alex Smith is now going to be the quarterback for the Washington football team. We're going to see this, we're going to see him try to see if they can lead this team to whatever record it takes to be a contender in this division. Because what it takes to be a contender in this division is looking real disgusting. Like really, really disgusting. Almost as disgusting as this knockout that came across my wire yesterday with Joaquin Barkley, Jaquan Barkley, Joaquin, <laughs> taking on Impa Kazamia. This UFC, this UFC fight. I don't know if you guys saw this, right? But just go look up Buckley's kick. And talking about a defeat to remember, like. So. This round, this fight is going two rounds. They're, they're, they're basically squaring off. They're, they're exchanging blows for blows. This dude, Kasagni, he ain't going down for shit. Is that his name? Did I say his right? Kasagni, whatever. Right? This, this dude, Kasagni. <laughs> oh, the pun is intended. <laughs> they're taking blows left and right. Like, and I'm talking about he's eating some blow. Like, like, this is a good, interesting fight in the middle of the ring. But Kasagni isn't going down. A couple of leg kicks, um... A couple of legs that comes from Jaquan. Next, oh, next thing you know, Kasagani catches one of those leg kicks. And the most interesting shit I've ever seen in my life. And if you've watched this octagon over the last 15, 20 years, you have seen a lot of interesting shit. 
you have seen a lot of amazing knockouts. We're talking about people off the cage, knockouts within two seconds with flying knees. We've seen the birth of the Superman punch. Like, you have seen it all. Or at least you've seen a lot. And then came the kick heard round the world. As Jaquan Buckley hits him with a right leg kick twice, the second one gets caught. He turns himself backwards while his leg while 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 Kasagni still has his still has his foot. He does a jumping backwards one-legged mule kick. Catches him straight in the jaw. He's on the floor. The ref is ringing the bell. He's trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. Shout out to Jamie Foxx. <laughs> like, that motherfucker thought, like, we're seeing Marvin Gaye, Luther Vangro Luther Vangros, all of them. Prince, it didn't matter. A little Aaliyah. He saw them all. It was night, night. Like you understand, like the last time I've seen a since a, 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 was it Anderson Silva that caught somebody with like a front kick that put him to sleep. That may be the last time like I, I've seen I've seen such educated feet like that on, on just such a random knockout. One kick after all the punches he <laughs> that look, did look like some Jean Claude Van shit, like 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 some First Blood or Enter the Dragon kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> And that was this whole entire weekend, folks. The NBA draft is about... We about to start picking up for the NBA draft. I can't wait. Listen, I can't... This is why I'm wearing my Knicks shirt. I can't wait for the NBA. I can't wait now. We Now, we, now we're going to start... Now we start having a Major League Baseball Championship. We're starting to pan out. So we're going to start seeing those play out. We're going to continue to talk about this as this week continues. When we start coming back through the rest of this week, we're going to talk about the rest of the games that, that happened over the weekend. We're gonna talk about Las Vegas and how they almost took a vic took that um took it to Kansas City and how Kansas City's defense is not possibly holding up. Do you think Melo would go first? You're talking about Love Melo. Ooh. He may go first. It's a, it's a good possibility that that he may go first. And, and I find it weird because I feel like that he may go first because this is truly, as the draft is leading up, or as the year has led up, the only kid that he didn't have to overhype so much. So I, I think I think LaMelo goes first. I think they really want to take a look at that talent. What, what I'm interested, because like I said, I'm a Knicks fan. What I'm interested to see is if... Um, God damn it, God damn it. What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Um Cole Anthony. If Cole Anthony falls to the Knicks right in there right right into the spot where they, I think the Knicks have like the eighth spot. So, so that's what I'm gonna be more interested in, which, which I find weird because Knicks fans were all upset about the spot that they got, but the spot that they got literally plays directly in the line with the person that you wanted to get. Like the only way the Knicks fans could be disappointed is if is if Cole Anthony goes with the pick right before then at the seventh pick, just like how Stephen Curry went one pick right before them in that one crucial year at that seventh pick. So we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> but I'm, 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 I'm kind of, I'm just happy to be in, to be into draft mode. We're gonna start, we're gonna start picking a, apart these draft picks. We're gonna start, 
you just start looking at looking into these prospects. But I think they said that the draft is probably going to be around November 18th, if I'm not mistaken. I think they have set for the draft. So as the NBA, as we just crowned the NBA championship, and I never did fully do this properly because I am a bona fide hater. I, I'm, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna lie about it. But big up to the, to LeBron James and the LA Lakers on winning, winning the NBA championship. The LA Lakers winning their 17th championship and LeBron James winning his fourth. Big up, big up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This has been Talent Omar Dill with the Mighty Sports Podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. My hour is up. We'll be right back tomorrow just around noonish. You know we start at 12.07. I'm black. I can't start at 12 o'clock directly. I need that little bit of buffer time. Listen, it helps, it helps me mentally. But we will be back tomorrow at 12.07. We'll be back again Wednesday at 8.07 p.m. And that's when we'll have our three-hour session. I'll have all the guests in the house. I'll have my callers in here. I'll, got, I'll, I'll have my co-hosts in the building. We're going to talk about Dak a little bit more because, trust me, we ain't going to leave it just there. And as you know how my co-host feels about Atlanta, Wednesday's podcast is going to be something to listen to. But I expect to hear you all tomorrow. As, I, as, I've, as I've been saying this year, I hope you guys catch a wave that never subsides. This is Donald Thomas Taylor with the Mighty Sports Podcast, and I'm out of here. Sorry, B. Thank you, Nat. Thank you, Jimmy. I listening. tried. Honest. All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. No lag, no lag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gabbers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. New, improved, my T podcaster. Potting down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. My tea. Sports.